Hi, welcome to For the Culture Canada, the center point of art and entrepreneurship. Now, today I have a guest that I've been very excited about. I know I say this all the time, but he's this particular guest is a friend of mine who I've had since, you know, high school. We've been bands together for years and years and years. We put out an album together in my under my band. Uh and he actually, after my last album came out, he actually quit and moved over to Victoria to pursue his own music career. So it's very cool to actually have him now back on to sort of see what he's been up to. Uh, he's put out two albums since he left. One is, the first one came out in 2015. It's kind of a bass solo type album. Uh, it's an ambient album. And the second one that he put out uh, is called Natural Elements. And it's an acoustic finger-picking album. So I'm very excited to have Cody Ruger on my show. Thanks for joining the show, man. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you were born and raised here, right? Yeah, Kelowna, uh, 1993, same age as you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Um, give me a little bit of background into your um, history in terms of like how you grew up, how you got into music. Uh, so I grew up on Rutland Road in the heart of Rutland. I uh, wasn't super into music for like the early years of my life, but <clears throat> I remember there was a point where I would like record songs off the radio with like my CD player that had like a, uh, it had a tape deck in it and I could like record on there. So I'd like, make my own like mixtapes so just off songs I liked on the radio. Yo. And then I just kept kind of expanding my music horizons and eventually asked for a guitar for Christmas one year and got a guitar for Christmas. So I started playing it, didn't really play it for the first couple of years. And then How old were you? It was 10, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I learned like one by Metallica, Seven Nation Armies. Yeah, the classics. Yeah. Yeah, the classics. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, like middle school rolled around and... This is actually kind of a interesting little tidbit. So I took band in uh, middle school, and I was signed up to play the trumpet because my dad had an old trumpet. Oh, okay. And then there was there was an open spot for bass guitar, and I was like, that sounds a lot cooler. So I'm like, why don't I switch to that? I was like, ah, my parents will kill me because they're gonna have to buy me another guitar. And then like the teachers like, does anyone want to take bass guitar? And I was kind of just like, yeah, fuck it. And I put up my hand, and so that's when I started the bass journey. And that's really when I started actually getting into music was then. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and were you all that, like, really into playing the bass at first? Or was it just sort of, like, something that you did for school for the time being? Honestly, yeah, it was just something I did for school. And, like, we'd hang out in the in the band room at Spring Valley and, like, jam. Yeah, yeah. During lunch and and whatever. And yeah, like I actually practiced the songs at home like quite a lot just so that I didn't suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I liked it and I just kept kept playing it and kept learning and remember when I first learned to slap on the bass? Ooh, <laughs> dude. <was> fun. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> <laughs> I know what all you listeners are thinking right now. I'm not saying it. Anyway, so when I met you was in about grade 10 at Rutland Senior. Yeah. And at that point, as far as I was concerned, you were already a bassist. And we had also met our friend Riley Holtham, mm -hmm. who then started playing the drums. Yeah. And uh, we ended up creating this band that people thought was just an... Um, just like our names, right? We were called DRC. They right. just thought it was Deepak, Riley, <laughs> Cody. But it, <laughs> but it was actually Dark Red Cunt. 
<laughs> and we were like this psychedelic um, jam band, and we just we never played any shows. We literally just like played in Riley's basement. We just, played like, one show. We did one show. The uh, the talent show at RSS. Oh yeah, right. And then that kid came up after at the end and told us we sucked. Yeah, he was like, "You guys <laughs> suck," and I'm like, "Oh man, I was actually like so cheesed by that." But yeah, who does that? I mean, it's fun. Though. It doesn't matter. I, I I know who it is. I know what the guy's name is, and I and I actually met him like years and years later. He totally forgot about who I was, probably because I look so different now compared mm-hmm. to then. And yeah. he's like, "Yo, man, it is great to meet you." And blah blah blah. But it's always been in the back of my head. Anyway, uh, okay, so we moved on to that, and then we graduated high school after like jamming and shit. We made an mm-hmm. album. Um, I made an album called Summer Sixteen, which you were part of the bass. Mm-hmm. Uh, you played the bass tracks on, yeah. um, and that actually did like decently well. You know, like mm-hmm. one of the songs ended up getting on the radio, so mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Um, that was 2016, and then after that, after the summer, we played a show with I think the Sylvia Platters. We played yes. the show with the Sylvia Platters, the and then we went to get pizza at Denenzi's Pizza, and that was officially the last show. Yeah, that we played together, and that was the final form of our iteration of what globe c was at the time yeah and then you went on to move to victoria what was your initial reason for moving to victoria anyway i got accepted to school there oh right 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 yeah cool and you went to go study i was studying environmental studies and geography oh right very cool and then was the and was it like premeditated that you wanted to oh wait no actually before i get into that around that time like july 1st 2015 you put out templates right yeah emotional templates i think i'd been working on that for a while like up to at least the year prior to that really that was kind of my first experience with using a daw and recording and stuff like that yeah so i like i wrote all of the songs on that on my acoustic bass guitar right and ibanez you've you've seen it the ibanez mahogany five string bass acoustic yeah and like i tried to do it to record it di with that but it just sounded like shit so i ended up using my uh actual electric bass to do the recording for that yeah no mixing and mastering like i think i did a little bit of equalization on it and that was kind of it like it's full of mistakes and everything and but it was fun like it was my first experience doing the recording and mixing and mastering and yeah probably what got me hooked on it i think i was using you showed me like a free version of Cubase or whatever back then. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, did it I with used that. Cubase yeah. At the time. Yeah. yeah, I did it with that. <laughs> Crazy. So, yo, that was such a quiet release because, like, when I was, mm. when I put out my album, it was like sort of like, hey, here it is. Like, shoved it out to as many people as I could. And then with you, I didn't even know that you did that. I still, I didn't literally know until I started doing research on your shit. I was like, what? Cody released an album before I put out mine. Was it before? Yeah, mine came out in <laughs> September 15, 2016. And then... Oh, wait, no, never mind. I got the years mixed up. Never mind. Yeah, you put yours out in 2015. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, okay. But it's still quiet, though. Like, I had no idea. Like, we were still jamming around then. Yeah, I, w- I remember I showed you a couple of the songs when we were jamming. You're like, oh, that's cool. But I don't think I said anything about actually, like... Releasing it. Releasing it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. And uh, you have like crystalline structures, gloom in the midst of memories, peppermint tea, templates, and the strong one. Mm-hmm. So is there any sort of like theme that you want to sort of come across with the names of those? Or is it just sort of like whatever seemed to like come to your head? Honestly, it's it's kind of whatever came to my head. Uh, like the album. The album name kind of gives the theme of the album. Yeah. It's 
emotional templates. All the songs I write, even still to this day, they're just, I honestly don't know what they're about until after I've written them and kind of think about it a bit. Yeah. It's usually just kind of what I'm dealing with emotionally at the time. For that one, there's a couple of like family members that had passed away mm. and kind of just reminiscing on past events and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Peppermint tea was, uh, that was about a, a party that I hosted. Oh, really? Then. Yeah. Tell me about it. No. Why? <laughs> Won't get into that right now. Okay. All right. No worries. No worries. <laughs> it was wild. It was fun. Oh, okay. I just, I'm just, I'm so, like, I, I'm just so like, who brings peppermint tea to a party? I don't, I want to know what the connection there was, but all right. No it worries. It was a tea party. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. So when it came to, um, when it came to like that whole thing, it was very DIY, that project that you had. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 And you still actually continue that with your new album. So let's see, you move into Victoria and then how long did you start, um, how how quickly did you start working on uh, Natural Elements? I had actually been working on it before I left Victoria. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I was, see. Because I, yeah, I wrote the bass album and I released it not knowing anything about marketing or promoting or get, like providing my music to people. So I just kind of like put it out there and was like, here world, deal with it. <laughs> oh, I see. And then I did some research and I got this idea in my head. I was like, maybe if I switch to like a an actual guitar rather than a bass guitar people will listen to my music so that's when i bought i bought i went on Castnet and bought like a an old classical guitar and just started playing around with that thing yeah i think what was the first song i learned guaranteed by eddie vedder mm. and then i dove into doing the wrong thing by khaki king and then from there i kind of went to drifting by andy mckee and then i just stuck with that style since then all the videos are on my instagram page of those songs too yeah 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 um, but yeah, I was writing songs. I don't, yeah, there's one song that I wrote back then, Crater Lake, that I wrote before I left Kelowna. Yeah. And this is kind of a cool song, actually, because it, the only time this has ever happened to me is I was dreaming and I heard this, like, the song, the intro to the song, I heard in my dream. What? And I woke up and I just picked up my guitar and, like, figured it out. I'm like, damn. I got to make that into a full song. So I just kind of kept going with it. Damn. That's yeah. crazy. So Crater Lake was one of the first songs you had written for it? Uh, for the album. Yeah. <clears throat> it's the first song I wrote that stayed on the album. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. How many more songs did you write that didn't make it to the album? Yeah, probably six or seven. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so what you've sort of described yourself as online was um, you provide a soundscape that blends aspects of raw spirit, emo openness and uh, delicacy. Yeah. Delicacy. OK. Yeah. Delicacy with dark. Not, undercurrents. not like food delicacy, but like, you know how th some things are like delicate. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I see. With dark undercurrents, th uh, thought provocation, and emotional vulnerability. Um, so it, when, it came to, when it came to all that, I think you really do hear that in your music, you mm -hmm. know, with especially sort of like the uh, darker sort of tone in the guitars and also just the album cover that you sort of like chose for it. Everything mm -hmm. that you work with is in the forest and it's supposed to, and it does provide a lot of that sort of feeling. Mm -hmm. Now, another thing that you say is that your ultimate goal in music is to translate inner emotional state to an auditory experience. Now, what is that emotional state that you want to try to get across? It varies. Okay. From, uh, so like I was saying about how I write my songs based on whatever I'm dealing with emotionally at the time, it's kind of, 
it's kind of that. Like, I like to think of my songs usually, usually when they start, I'm going through some shit, right? Yeah, yeah. And then most of the time, by the end of the song, I've kind of dealt with and processed and moved through that that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's usually when the song will finish, because I'm like, well, all right, I'm kind of done with that part of my life, so it's time to move on to a new song. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just that, like providing that what's going on in me in sound form. I've always found it easier to express myself through guitar than through words and stuff. Yeah, it's just yeah. communicating another way that yeah. words can't necessarily come across. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. very cool. I, I really like that. Thanks. And in terms of like the aesthetic of everything, you know, uh, the forest, nature, wood, you know, all that type of stuff, where mm-hmm. did that come from? I like the outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's a fair way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, a lot of it, like, what's my track list from that album? So, the first album was completely unrelated uh-huh. to any of the foresty type themed stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Natural Elements album, a lot of it, so, like I said, dealing with an emotional thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's usually an event around that time. Like, I went for a hike or something, like, to one song called charcoal forest i went through a, on a hike through like okanagan mountain park yeah and like all the trees are all still charcoal and burnt and stuff from the forest fire it was 2001 i think 2003 yeah maybe? around there yeah and <clears throat> so that song like in reality is about like the loss of a, a family member but i don't want to name it the loss of a family member so I was like, okay, like around the time I was writing the song, I went for that hike through the forest and was like thinking about all this stuff and processing. So I was like, why don't I just name it Charcoal Forest? And then I just kind of kept doing that with more and more songs. Oh, okay. And yeah, it turned into the nature theme. Oh, <laughs> very cool. Okay. And I, yeah, it's like I kind of like it like that too. Y- you know, it suits you. Yeah. You know, because you do give off sort of like a mountain man vibe, right? So it, Is it the beard? A little bit of the beard, yeah, <laughs> and the long hair and everything. But it's very you, though, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I like it. Cool. I like it a lot. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to your fall fashion wear where you, when you're wearing the lumberjack outfit and like the... Just wait. <laughs> and the suspenders and everything. Comes, maybe not the suspenders, but the plaid gets broken out at least once a year. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, very cool. So um, Natural Elements came out September 19th, 2017. So the one year anniversary of that is coming up fairly soon. Are you going to do like any sort of shows or anything for it at all? Uh, no. No? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> there, might, there might be something special for like a one-year anniversary, but we'll see about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. And I wanted to just sort of ask you and get into a little bit of the Mighty Spec Records. Yes. So what's up with that? Are you signed? Yes, I'm signed to Mighty Spec Records. They're a community record label uh-huh. based in Victoria, BC. Okay. Which basically means you get out of it what you put into it. So the more effort that you put in to making success and things happen, the more you will get out of it. Exactly mm. like I just said. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's been cool. It's been a great way to meet other very talented musicians. And we did one mini tour of Vancouver Island earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a final goodbye tour happening in September. Yeah. Yeah. You were telling me before this whole thing happened that they're dissolving, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just the leader. I think he's moving on to some different things. So the Mighty Spec name, as far as I know, is going to continue on, but the actual record label itself will be dissolving. 
Oh, I see. Yeah, but the tours, it sounds pretty sweet. We've got a number of shows on Vancouver Island. They're coming to Kelowna, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they're playing Fernando's. Are you going to be a part of that? No, I'm going to be at a wedding, so... Oh, I see, okay. Yeah, they've got uh, Victoria, Nanaimo, Ladysmith, which are all on Vancouver Island, and I'm going to play all three of those ones. Mm-hmm. And then I think they're doing Vancouver yeah, and Kelowna. And they've got a couple other ones too, but I'm not going to be a part of those ones. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. It would have been really cool to see you live, actually. Yeah. 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 But in terms of speaking live, you also played uh, So Far Sounds in Victoria on November 26, 2017. Um, and the song that you played was Great Blue. Yeah. So what was that like? And how did you get involved with that? You're actually like pretty into the Victoria scene. Like you've told me before that you like really put yourself out there. So like how was that show and how are some other shows that you played there? So the Victoria or the Victoria branch of So Far Sounds, I was actually the artist manager for the organization there. So I was oh, really? actually yeah, I was actually in contact with all of the musicians and kind of setting up who plays the shows and stuff. Yeah. So I was involved in organizing that show as well yeah and like so far sounds it's it's an amazing organization they put on like i'm sure as you know like these intimate house or other concerts where everyone's just listening intently on exactly what you're doing yeah and honestly especially for my type of music that's the best type of audience that you could imagine <laughs> yeah uh, no like in the video that i saw like yeah. the two people to your left that were sitting on the couch had their eyes closed and they were just like vibing i saw yeah, that they were just yeah. vibing to it yeah i think one of them was like meditating while he was, yeah <laughs> yeah it was cool you make pretty meditative music so yeah. yeah i've heard that from a few people yeah 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 um but uh in terms of playing live though do you play live like fairly often over in victoria or like how's that go um not super often i try to play live at least once a month but it doesn't happen every month mm. yeah i, I see I, I see like i like writing music oh, okay and recording and more than playing live right live is still fun but that's not where my true passion lies Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Um, and in terms of like your sound and everything like that, one thing I noticed, especially in Great Blue, is that it sort of ha it sort of strikes me as a lot of like the notes that you choose. Mm -hmm. I hear in video games a lot. You really? know, just sort of the way that the notes play and the and the and the notes that come together. Yeah. I can hear it in either like like I've always found that eight bit music and metal have always or sixteen bit music has always had sort of like a in terms of composition. Mm -hmm. They're sometimes similar, and you have that, but you just put it into an acoustic way, mm -hmm. which I find to be very um, unique, you know? So do you plan on eventually, like, branching off into, like, you used to make metal music, right? You were a metal, but you played funk music with me, but you played, like, metal and stuff too, right? Yeah, just, I learned, like, metal songs on my own, but I, I think I was in, like, I started a metal band with some people and jammed with them, like, three times, and then I was like, ah, I'm too busy. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, had to leave that group unfortunately but yeah i've never really been super into playing metal i love listening to metal mm. i'm definitely influenced by metal mostly like instrumental progressive metal mm. yeah but playing wise not a whole lot like i've learned one Pliny song oh on I see. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fair yeah so okay you told me that you actually had your music featured in a video game. Yeah, there's this game. There's this dude in uh, 
in Australia, and he makes a game called Tala, a whimsical adventure. And it's it's pretty much like nature photography with like hand drawn figures and like he draws everything for the game over top of these photos that he's taken Damn. and like animates it. And he yeah he randomly found me on Bandcamp, sends me an email. He's like, hey, like I like your music. Can I use it for my game? And I was like, sure. <laughs> like why not? Just credit me in like whenever it's mentioned and stuff. And yeah, and that's good. And uh, he ended up getting funding for the game at some point now. And he did, like, this huge media PR push, I think, so that he could actually secure the funding. So my name is written and, like, my music is written about in, I don't know, I found at least seven or eight different, like, online kind of video game review websites, like blogs or whatever. Shit, I can't remember crazy. the names of all of them, but yeah, was, there's a whole bunch out there. It was pretty cool. Damn. So, like, what other places have, like, written about your music? Like, how many articles and stuff do you have you found? Um, so, I found, like, seven or eight of those ones. Um, I was actually... I had an album review for Natural Elements on Heavy Blog is Heavy. For I their, saw that. Yeah, yeah, I their, saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're Unmetal Mondays written by Cody DeLulo, who's an amazing author. But it, it wasn't actually Cody DeLulo that wrote it this time. It was somebody else, right? Was it? Yeah, it was somebody else that time that had taken that article. Cody writes for Heavy Blog oh. is Heavy, but um, it was somebody else that had written your particular review. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't think I've really been covered a whole lot. My album release for Natural Elements was like it was kind of there was a page on victoriamusicscene.com that came up, but they didn't say anything about it. They just said like it's been released pretty much. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah, that's all I can that's all I know. Yeah. Shit, that's crazy. So it, was, it was kind of cool just googling my name after all the after <laughs> like months after my music was in the game. I was like, I'm just going to Google my name. And then I find all this shit on there. I was like, what? Like, where did this come from? Yo, that's so sick. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. I was very excited. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Damn, that's wild. Well, hey, congratulations, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Hell yeah. Um, so you've had a few articles written about you. You had a video game written about you. Mm -hmm. That's freaking sick, man. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, the video game. Hopefully I'll end up writing more, more music for him, too. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Has he reached out to you recently at all? No, I haven't talked to him for a little while, so I'm not sure what's going on. I should do that, though. Yeah, I think you should definitely <laughs> yeah. do that. Uh, do you plan on eventually, like, do you plan on eventually branching off into more than what is just, like, acoustic finger style picking at all? Yeah. Well, I have already a little bit. Yeah? Really? What have you done? Well, I've released a few songs. I think most of them I've, like, took away from the, on the privacy settings on SoundCloud. Right. So I have a secret SoundCloud page. Oh, yeah. Called, uh, while I was doing my research, I didn't see anything of that. Yeah. I, all I saw I was your Bandcamp, and that's it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. So I released it under a like a completely different name Yeah. Uh, called Trees Are Teachers. And it's kind of my like my ambient music project. Oh, I see. And I just have one song up there right now. I like it, though. I go listen to it every once in a while. Oh, very cool. It's like 80 plays or something like that. Damn, that's pretty good. Yeah, SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah. What do you uh what do you have planned coming up right now? Like what do you are you working on a new album right now? Yes. So my current album unnamed as of yet, no release date set. Um all the songs are written. Three quarters of the songs are recorded, 
one of the songs is mixed and mastered. Uh, yeah, I'm just kind of going at my own pace with it. Mm. I don't want to rush it. If I put a date on it, then I'll procrastinate, like I said earlier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah, procrastinate, yeah. and it won't come out as, as nicely as I will hope. But I'm hoping for, like, fall. Yeah. Time. Yeah. You, well, I mean, like, fall is definitely, like, your scene. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like fall time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's going to be nature-themed again. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that something that you always want to keep uh, keep going with your fingerstyle music? With fingerstyle, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other type of music. Well, even the trees are teachers thing. It kind of went nature style too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it kind of sounds like that. Yeah. Yeah, I actually did release a whole bunch of other like ambient songs. Oh, on really? that page as well. But they're yeah, they're I probably have about an album's worth of ambient music. Some of it's like looping guitar stuff. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's all guitar too. Hmm. That's crazy. Cause I didn't actually see it on there. I, all I saw was templates, which was mm-hmm. just labeled templates on there. It wasn't like labeled emotional templates. Oh really? Yeah. And, uh, Oh, it's cause the song's name is emotional templates and the album's name is templates. Even the song, it's just called templates. Really? Yeah. That's what, uh, that's what I wrote in the track listing here. Maybe I just got too self-conscious. That's probably true. Oh, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> but, um, okay. So you, Man, that's crazy. I want to I'm going to look into that a little more cuz I want to look up um your SoundCloud page cuz I haven't heard any news of any ambient music coming from you at all. It's been very quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um very cool, man. Very cool. There was actually one lo-fi hip-hop song on there too, but I think I deleted that one. That you made? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Like sampled some old thing in there too. It was kind of cool, but yeah, it was my first attempt. It was my first crack at that type of thing. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was okay. Why? Oh, okay. You And so you deleted it because you didn't think it'd be that great? Yeah, it wasn't that great. Oh, I see. Yeah. Mm. Okay, okay. That's very cool. That's very cool. Uh, do you plan on, like, releasing any anything else alongside your music, like merch or anything like that? Do you have any upcoming show dates that you're going to be playing? Mm, I'm playing tomorrow night. Oh. <laughs> In well, Vernon. So this might not be out by then. <laughs> no, by no. Um, this episode will be definitely like out, but your show obviously will be already been played. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Where are you playing? Uh, playing in Vernon at nine forty, eight forty. I don't know. I'm playing in Vernon Saturday night mm. at a festival called Riot on the Roof. It's like a local arts festival. Supports right. local artists type thing. Yeah. 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 It's Hell pretty yeah. cool. Super um, cool. Other shows, I have a bunch in September that can be found on my Facebook page. I see. I don't remember the exact dates. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, all of them are on Vancouver Island. Oh, I see. It's, they're just a uh, part of that, that tour that Mighty Spec is hosting. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And other shows, just they kind of pop up when they pop up, right? Right. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. not really planning anything huge for that. Right. I'm going to be digging pretty deep into the finishing my current album. So that's going to keep me pretty busy until fall sometime. And then once that's finished, um, honestly, once that's finished, I'm probably going to start doing videos for those songs too. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, uh, So, yeah, you were actually saying to me before the whole podcast started that you wanted to record some in the forest. Yes. So all of my current videos that I've put out, which I have almost all of 
my first album, Natural Elements. There's almost a video, like a playthrough video for every single song on there. Yeah. Except for Great Blue, I think is the last one that I need to do. Uh, well, you have a live performance of it, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <It's> good enough. <laughs> That's kind of why I was. But the audio on that, I hadn't taught myself how to like properly make some masters, so it was not as good as it could be. Yeah. And I think I'm still gonna redo that one, just with like like the close up thing of like the hands and fretboard type thing. Yeah, yeah. I actually did a poll on Facebook a while ago. I don't, did you end up seeing that back then? Probably. I've seen a lot of stuff from you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you post a lot, man. Yeah. Well, I don't spam. Yeah. It's like a video every two weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Instagram posts. Instagram's kind of funny because I'll just like write a riff mm-hmm. and then figure be like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then like record it on my phone and pop it on Instagram just so I don't forget it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the videos thing. I want to, I'm going to do the Great Blue video. Mm. And I might time that around the one year release, but I might do it sooner. I'll probably do it sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? And then, yeah, videos for the new, the new ones will start up relatively soon after I release it. Maybe I'll do like one or two before I release it just to kind of build the hype. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see that. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Same. But I got this new pickup system by uh, K&K Sound, the mm-hmm. Trinity Pro. Yeah. I saw pickup. that. Yeah. I was showing you earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely improved the audio quality of the videos i've been making yeah yeah it's been it's been very nice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, it looks crazy like it's so weird looking but it looks good yeah it's literally like a three transducers underneath the bridge and then there's actually like a condenser like a mini miniature condenser microphone in the sound hole yeah 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 when i first saw it i was like what the hell is that man (laughs) yeah Yeah. that silver thing in there yeah yeah (laughs) This is my new pickup. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very cool. Um, by the way, since that you w- are an artist manager. Was. Was. Oh, you were. Yeah. Did you have any, did you play with other people at all? Did you like create bands? Uh, no. Not while I was, no. Everyone was mostly uh, kind of doing their own thing. Uh, the, the whole kind of idea behind So Far Sounds was to get people who are serious about what they're doing and give them a platform to spread their music to people who will actually care and listen to it and like want to support them. Yeah. So that's why like so far it was all secret locations for every single show and the locations weren't revealed until the day before the show happened. I see. Yeah. So they signed up to attend a show on like the so far sounds website and then we would approve or deny the people basically based on, if they've gone to other shows before, if it's likely that they'll go, or if they have like media connections or something like that. So, so you basically like look at profiles of people that have like gone, and if they were sort of like, if they're if they've gone to shows before and they were attentive, you'd say yes, but if they weren't, you'd say no. Yeah, the, I think the biggest part was uh, just kind of differentiating between people who will actually show up and the no shows. Because a large part of the attendance and the ticket sales, well, actually not a large part, 100% of it went towards the artists who got to choose between cash payment or like a professionally shot video like the one you've seen. Yeah. So their choices were between one of those two things. Yeah. And we never had an artist choose the money. So the money always went to the videographer whose name is Andrew Dodd. And he operates Dodd's Eye Media 
out of Victoria, BC. Uh, he's a great guy, and he did it for a massive deal for us while we were out there. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, damn. So did you find that also while you were able to deny or allow uh, people to come and see your shows, that did that work well for you? Did you get a pretty good feedback from the people that attended? Yeah, everyone seemed to really love it. Damn. Unfortunately, like the uh, the management team kind of just split apart. People had different things going on in their lives and wanted to pursue different goals and that type of thing. So right, yeah, it might come back in the future though. We'll see. Mm. Yeah, very cool, very cool. I'd love to see what you have, you know, coming up in the future because it sounds like uh, you've got a, quite a few things, you know, happening all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's very cool. Where can people go to find your music? Um, Facebook.com slash Cody Ruger music, Instagram at Cody Ruger music, bandcam.com slash Cody Ruger music, also Cody Ruger music.com. I have a YouTube page, but I don't have enough subscribers to have a custom URL yet. So that's not Cody Ruger music yet. It's like four FJ, some bunch of random stuff. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) all right all right um and before we sort of like wrap up here is is there anything that you wanted to say out to the people any messages you wanted to get across hi all right keep doing music yeah definitely yeah keep doing music and come on to the show uh did you have any questions for me at all yeah when are you releasing your album fuck (laughs) um (laughs) i'm like two-thirds done the music video like i'm Doing it all myself, putting it all... Like, we recorded the clips on all that, like, last year. And in terms of getting it all put together, I've already done that. I'm just putting in the final, final special touches to make it, like, really perfect, right? Mm -hmm. So once that is done then I'm going to put it out. I'm I'm so goddamn close. Like, I'm sure I can have it done. Um, I'm sure I can have the music video done before September 1st. Nice. That's a good good date. Yeah, and then I think what I'm planning on doing is September 15th. I would like to have Stay Lush come out on the an- two-year anniversary of Summer 16. Sweet. Um, for all the real ones out there, if you want to listen to my album that came out with Cody in it, look up Glow BC on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever, or iTunes. You can listen to our album there, and you'll be able to hear what we did. 555 is the song that most people really enjoy. It's the first mm-hmm. song on the album. It's really sick. And, uh, yeah, I would suggest checking it out. I'll be checking those numbers to see if any of you people actually do that. But, yo, quick tip. I don't think I've ever announced this yet, but the song that plays in the outro of every single episode is actually, bring that up. <laughs> is actually the outro song to my next album. So just a quick tip for you there. But uh, yeah, great. Excellent. <laughs> Yo, thank you so much, Cody, for coming on to the show. I really appreciate it a lot, man. I can't wait to have your album come out. And also thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm really, really appreciative of all the support that you've given us. Make sure that you follow Cody on all of his major streaming platforms and also on uh, all his social media. And make sure that you follow us at For the Culture Canada Podcast on all the major streaming platforms and For the Culture Canada on Instagram and Facebook. And I'll get the Twitter sorted out. Man, that shit is crazy right now it's fucked i've gone through so many issues with that and plus um the youtube channel will be out soon as well uh once the album is out then it'll be out so thank you so much for listening i hope you have a great day y'all bye